Blog Talk Radio.
And we are back again for another show of South Shore Towers for Life on We Are Everyday People Global Internet Radio Network. Uh, it is Thursday, September 20th. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. And I appreciate everybody who have listened to all the past shows. It's, it's, it's really humbling. You know, when I started this about, this is my third year now, I, I would have been happy to, you know, if just my family listened. You know, if I just had five or ten people, it didn't matter. I just wanted to let loose and express myself and say what I wanted to say and let the chips fall where they may. Controversial to some people. Uh, you know, that's just, that's life. But, you know, I I don't mean any ills in anything I say. I mean everything with my heart, as well as uh, what we're going to be doing today on this show. Uh, I, I feel it with my heart. Uh, I want to first thank last week's guest. I thought it was a really good interview. Matter of fact, I think every interview I've done has been a really good interview. If it, if it wasn't, it wasn't because of the guests, believe me. The guests have made my shows. But last week, Brother Ron Brown from South Shore Class of 76, uh, he's on Facebook as Ron B. Smooth, a professional, uh, a very much a well-respected professional a musician, guitar player out of North Carolina now. And uh, it was a great interview. If you, you you can go back into the archives, you can go to a blogtalkradio.com uh, forward slash Keith Bledsoe, and you can pick up, you can see all the upcoming shows. You can also scale back and see pretty much every show that I've done for these three years, except for the couple that I uh, got rid of because for obvious reasons. But they're all there, including last week's great interview. Before. So what I'm doing and this third year, I've said it before, I'll say it one more time, but I decided to expand from just a show or a couple of shows, and I started thinking about some things and thinking about some people who I've crossed paths with who can uh, articulate uh, and elaborate on some issues much better than I can, much deeper than I can. And so it's not just a matter of me flooding my opinions on the airways, and we can get some different perspectives, perspectives and different angles on different issues. So I decided to say, you know what, if PBS uh, and all these other stations that show a bunch of garbage can have a network or the, some of these radio stations that show nothing can have a network, maybe I should try to have a little network. It don't hurt nothing. Let me give it a shot. And I, it, it's, a, it's a lot of work. It's a whole lot more work than I thought of, but I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. So we're expanding uh, to have five more shows. Uh, on Mondays, we'll have Jimmy, brother Jimmy Williams. Uh, his show is Real People from the Hood. And it is what it is. Uh, I would say if if you have uh, sensitive virgin ears, you might not want to uh, tune into that show. I'm usually on with them, and we just let it grow. Uh, Tuesdays, uh, we'll be having uh, a couple, few few of the new hosts will be doing monthly shows uh, until they get the feel and get get a rhythm going. Uh, this past Tuesday, uh, Brother Dan Lee, the uh, un, unapologetically Black Liberal, that's the name of his show. Uh, we did that this past Tuesday. On Wednesday, we did Brother Jesse Evans, the Think Tank. Jesse will be doing a weekly show on Wednesdays, and I'll be posting them all, and I have a web page coming up, so all this stuff will be out there for you. Uh, Rosita Shatanda, uh, her title is Teach for the Future. She is uh, deep into the educational system, the Chicago public school system. She's a teacher, and she can go into that a whole lot more, and I think that'll be a good 
different angle that we have to offer on this network. Uh, Cheryl Catherine Walsh, her title uh, for her show is Activate Your Highest Level. Uh, she's into, Cheryl's into a motivational talk and, you know, things that uh, just that we should be doing that we could do, but perhaps we don't. Uh, Medina Nance, I have her on. Uh, she's a natural health advisor. She can get you off of these uh, prescriptions and medications and get you on some natural health uh, foods and uh, health vitamins and so forth. And we did a show together, and she she's great at what she does. She's been all over the world and uh, deep into her studying. And uh, she will have a segment on the Thursday show. We'll see if we can start that next Thursday. She's agreed to have a segment on the show and, and as, as much time as that out a lot for her. As far as I'm concerned, she can have the whole show or a whole segment of a show as much as she wants. Uh, Diane Martin is a uh, world-renowned author. Uh, I've written two of her books, Somebody Somebody Else's Baby and Autumn Leaves. And I'm not a book reader, to be honest with you, but I read her books, and I read them both. Uh, well, I read Each one of them I read in about four days, which for me is like something else. And uh, we have a, my regular contributor, Brother Carl Sanderson. He's on with me a lot, uh, and we just – he kind of just is my anchor, you know, my side guy, and we can shoot the breeze and talk about issues and so forth and so on. So that's that's what we're trying to do to make a long story short. I don't want to go too far into that because I want to get this show started. And today I have, I tell you, uh, not too many sisters like this group of sisters. Uh, th- these young ladies, when I'm around them, I mean, you can, it's, it's like you're having your, your hand on the, uh, a gate on a steel gate and he gets struck by lightning. Everybody on that gate is going to feel it. When I'm around these young ladies, I feel the love between them. I, I, I feel it. I've said it before and I, and I, and I, and it's a beautiful feeling. I like that. A sisterly love. I don't, I'm sure they probably saying, yeah, you don't sure know about this and that, but you know, we all had uh, uh, fallouts, Me and my brothers and everybody, you know, they, they probably back there saying, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, that's what I feel. <laughs> You're around us, and I'm around you. That's what I get from. That's the vibe I get from you. So that's all I can talk about. We gonna leave the rest alone. But I'm going to uh, bring on uh, who I have is uh, I have uh, Janine Sharp. Uh, we call her Katie. She's from South Shore High School, class of '76. Uh, Melanie Sharp from class of '77, and Janita Sharp from '81. And uh, I want to bring. Them on now and welcome you to the show, Janita and Melanie. Janita, I mean uh, Janine and Melanie. Uh, Janine will, will be joining us shortly. Hi, How you all Hi, doing? Keith. Hey, We're fine. How are you? I'm great. I'm, 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 I'm. Well, I'm humbled and happy to have you on the show. To have the the Sharp Sisters on the show. We're happy to be on the show. So what we'll do? Uh, what I've kind of developed a little pattern from the uh, South Shore picnic, and I just developed some a little pattern. I called it the, uh, the, the little orientation, uh, the initiation, uh, as we bring okay. you on to an official member of the South Shore Tars for Life, uh, you know, loving group. So we'll start with Janine. Uh, the question I'll ask you is, you know, when you think about your days back at South Shore, uh, what, what comes to mind, it, 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 South Shore and those times in general? What What do you think about? What's What's some of the first things that comes to mind when you think about your your, your times at South Shore? Um, the first thing I, that 
that comes to mind, Keith, is actually lifelong friends that I made when I was there. You know, I have some friends that, I mean, like you said, Tars for life, France for life. So that's the main, that's what I think about most. Mm. <laughs> and it, and who uh, who uh, who who was your circle back then? Did you have a, tic- a particular circle that had you back, and that just kind of just you all just held each other yeah. up in good and bad times? Well, my best friend was Gwendolyn Barnes, um, but we have been friends since sixth grade when we were at Bremont. But I hung around with Kim Brewington and Terry Posley and Zia Cummings and Richard Carter. We all had a little group. We would all hang together either Gwen's house or my house, we would go to the show and just had a whole lot of fun together. Okay. And as far as uh, anyone you looked up to uh, who may have had an influence on you to have helped groom you into the person that you are today, is there any of those that you can think of? I had so many really good teachers. The two, though, that stand out to me, well, it's more than two, because there was the Turner Brothers and then Mr. Shapiro. And, oh, just uh, so many of them. I had an English teacher named Mr. Rhoda, and he was really, really a good teacher. He talked to you a lot about not just English, but about life itself. He was cool. You know, I had... I had Mr. Rota, and you're absolutely right. He was a he was a different kind of teacher. Uh, yes. They could use those type of teachers today. Yes, because he was a great teacher. Absolutely, very, very. Oh man, back 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 then we just had teachers. Now, not that I've been in to high school lately, but it just appears that uh, we had teachers that really cared and really put their hearts into, for the most part, now put their hearts into uh, te- teaching you. And that's something that the kids, unfortunately, for various reasons, not no fault of their own, this is what they miss. And it's part of what created these kids into what they are or what they are not. Right, right. I mean, I I don't know, teachers like Mr. Shapiro that still involved so much with the students he had then, that's the kind of teachers they need now. Wow. So... You, I know, just recently retired from AT&T, I understand, after 29 years. And uh, how, how does that, uh, what does that feel like? I mean, do, do you, I, 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 I don't want to say a stupid question. I ask you if you miss going to work because you just might. But how do you, how does, how, how was that working with you? How are you feeling these days about uh, I just. I love it. I love it. After 29 years, <laughs> eight months and 15 days. I don't have to get up and go to the bus stop when it's still dark outside, when it's cold and snowing. I just look out the window, and I do whatever I want to when I feel like doing it. So it is great. It's great. That's, that's got to be a beautiful feeling. I, I, oh, I'm not yeah. retired. Yeah, I'm not retired, but it, it's, I, I mean, it's, but still, it's uh, the next best thing to retirement is having a job that you enjoy. That you don't that you don't right. mind going to, you know that's the next best thing. But uh, I look forward to being like you when I grow up, you know. <laughs> yeah, yes, it takes hard work though. You know, sometimes you have to put in that hard work, but it's well worth it in the end. And, you know, I get up in the morning if I feel like it. I come to the office with Janita and I DJ for them all day, or I bake. <laughs> I love baking. 
And I'm thinking I'm going to start a little catering thing since uh, that's what I like to do. That's my passion, cooking and baking. Well, since since you are retired now, and you have you you have you know the time that you want pretty much. What's what's down in that bucket list? What are some of those things that you kind of maybe haven't done or have done but want to do again uh, that you uh, intend to you know get into? Well, I want to travel more. Um, the first thing I did was went to Jamaica. I had a great time. I'm going back, and I'm just. All the time, looking for something to do, hang out, somewhere to go, and just chill. You know, not it doesn't have to be out of the states. I I'll go to Indiana, get a cabin. You know, just just enjoying life. That's all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what about your quiet time? What 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 as far as your wind down time? What do you do? You kind of just me. I tend to uh, I, I I think a lot and I, I I write my thoughts a lot. I do a lot of writing. I do a lot of writing, in, in, in my quiet times. Mm-hmm. You know, I make take advantage of every moment that I'm awake because I never know yeah. how long that's going to be. So what, what, how is your quiet time? What do you kind of tend to uh, mellow out with? Well, with music, I love music. I love music. I think that music gives you life. If, you know, I play it and it, it's uplifting and I like to bake. So sometimes when I'm not doing anything, I'll just get out that mixer in the bowl and, and I start to bake. Sometimes hmm. in the middle of the night. I can bake all night, Keith. I can start at 10 o'clock and bake till the morning. <laughs> and she does. That's, that's a, is that Janita back there? Yeah. Oh, hey, Janita. That, that, that sounded like a Janita sharp accent. <laughs> I have an accent. Yeah. Okay, so I tell you, we, we're going to come back. To, we're going to come. Teddy, thanks a lot. We're going to come back to you. Uh, we're going to bring on uh, okay. Janita Sharp. But I want to tell you. I want to tell you this story. I was talking to Janita earlier, and I said I'm going to tell you this little story about about your dad because I I, I knew your dad. I played baseball uh, for him a couple of years in the summer, and he also bowled at Skyway. You know, I bowled at Skyway also, and he he was just a super guy, oh. one of the kindest and nicest guys I've ever known. It's a caring guy. But I remember at mm-hmm. baseball, I was uh, in the summer league. I was pitching. I was pitching. Actually, it was my best friend, James Peace, the late James Peace. And I was throwing as hard and as, as well as I thought I could to, to the catcher at the time. And he was giving me signals. I was throwing. And, and James Peace was knocking the hell out the ball everywhere. And Mr. Sharp, just, Mr. Sharp was just standing back there watching. And I was getting a little frustrated because I, I couldn't. It's like, damn, you know, I can't. He, everything I threw, he was hitting. I was throwing the pitches that the catcher was calling. Mr. Sharp went over there and took the glove from the catcher. He said, man, give me that glove. And he stooped down behind the plate. He put the mask on, the chest protector, got behind the plate, and he started calling signals, calling for pitches, curveball, fastball, slider. I must have threw about 20 pitches. James Peace couldn't hit nothing. And oh. I'm serious. This is a true story. And, and that's when I really learned how important it was that the catcher was back there and how he calls pitches because Mr. Shaw was putting down, he he put down a number one for fastball, number one again, fastball. Then he say, okay, curveball. It's the James P. didn't know what to do. I'll never forget that. Moment. I just want to, I just wanted to share that with you. I, I'd never forget that. <laughs> that sounds like my father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was just laughing. He just kind of started laughing because, because I, I guess, he, you know, he knew he, he played ball and it's like, man, I, you know, he, he felt good about it, just as good as I did, because he saw what was happening before he took that glove and got behind the plate. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. We still Jenny, have how you doing? I'm doing great, Keith. How are you? I'm doing great. Glad to have you on. Glad to have you on. Uh, just wanted to go uh, a little bit uh, till we come back up to today and uh, talk about back in the times and uh, what comes to mind when you, you know, back back in them days, it, it was just so different, you know, uh, especially when it came to uh, respecting elders, respecting each other. I mean, we, we had issues, but, you know, we, we never would have dreamed to uh, to doing the things that uh, is going on right now today uh, with our youth. When you, is there anything in particular that you that sticks out when you think about back in those days that uh, that you feel good about? Oh, yeah, a lot of things. I mean, you know, like you said, we had a lot more respect for adults then. The children now have no idea what it's respecting an adult is about. And, you know, we formed friendships, like my sister said, for life. We formed friends that, you know, we met people that became our lifelong friends. We never thought that 30 or 40 years from now we'd still be speaking to these people. And that's kind of what I like about this whole connection with South Shore and Taurus for Life is because you get to connect with the people that you went to school with, that you sat in class with every day, you know, the people that you went to the dances and the sock hops with, and you get to share those good memories. Yeah, and, and that's one thing that I, I tell you, I, I've said this before, but uh, I, and I love my family, but when I'm around South Shore, High school, I'm not. It's a whole different dimension. I, I get a, I get a charge. It's almost like when you were a kid. There was ever a celebrity you might have wanted to meet, like one of the Jackson Five or whoever else, and uh, you, you finally get a, a, in the room and they're around. It's like especially at this picnic and at the reunion. Katie was at the reunion, and I, I felt yeah. like I was about a, around a bunch of celebrities. I was awestruck, and it's something. It's it's the feeling that I can try to explain. And I'm trying to explain it, but and that's yeah, why I decided yeah. to. That's why I said, you know what? I don't want this. I want to keep this vibe alive. I want. I want to keep something, something alive. I don't want to just wait till next year or the year after and then get the vibe again. I want to keep something afloat, to where we can have something that's always going to be there. So that that's what motivated yeah, me. Yeah, that's to, that's, to, to that's what's great about it. People, you do it. You feel like family. You know, earlier my sister Janine was talking about her friends and how they would hang out at the house. And that was one of the best things for me, being the youngest sister, the baby sister. You know, I wasn't ignored and put away. These people became my friends. Her friends accepted me like I was their little sister. So I got to hang out with Gwen and Richard and Cam and Beverly and all of their friends, and they just treated me like their little sister. So, you know, it was more than just, friends we were kind of like family it was a love shared by all of us so you 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 had a support group by default huh just just uh fell right in fell right into place with it huh that's right is i just you know katie's friends would come over terry and everybody and they called me out to do the robot form and cartwheels in my script, and I was more than happy to entertain their friends because they were happy to have me around as entertainment. Now, of, of, of all the dances that you that you said could have said that you had to perform, you you, you broke out with the robot, huh? I, tell you. I was bad. I was killed <laughs> with the robot. 
Wow. I could robot like nobody else. I think she can still do the robot. I can still do the robot. Oh, you can still break it down? <laughs> I can still oh. break it down. Sometimes it breaks down, but I can still break it down. <laughs> I hear you. So, so Janita, who, who, uh, regardless of whether, whether it was South Shore or anyone, who, 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 who gave you the influence and you know a frame of mind that helped you come into the person that you are today? Oh, that's obvious. My family, my sisters. Um, I have two other sisters and four brothers, so it's my family. The whole family's really close and supportive of each other. So definitely my family. And although Mr. Shapiro wasn't my teacher, he he encouraged me in my writing as well as my English teacher, Miss Boyan. And I started off not liking Miss Boyan, but you know I understood after I got a little older. I kind of understood where she was leading me, and she actually told me she thought I had a great future as a writer. So definitely a great influence. My mother and father. Yeah. None better. I, I couldn't even say all the things I need to say about them. But they were a big influence on my life and who I am today. That's beautiful. Okay, so one, 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 oh, wait a minute. Wait, see, I'm going to ask you this question. I got to go back to, see, Janine, uh, Katie, you got to wait. I'm going I'm to pull you back, back so when I finish with Janita here. Because I forgot, I left okay. one question I left one question out. I'm going to give you, you'll hear what it is. But, uh, Janita, uh, back in the days, uh, I always say we all, in most cases, had them. I know I, I had one in every class that uh, it seemed like that was my reason for going to class, just to, for this viewing. I had a bunch of schoolboy crushes. Did you, who, was, who was your schoolgirl crush on back in the day? Oh, definitely. It was Mark Davis. Mark Davis was on a football team. He was, of course, light with curly hair and pretty eyes, but he was the sweetest <laughs> person you would ever want to meet, and that's what made it so easy to like him because, you know, most of the guys back then are jocks. You know, they liked a particular type of girl, and mm. if you weren't that kind of girl, you were mistreated. But Mark treated everybody the same. He was so nice to everybody. So yeah, that was my crush all through high school. Did Did you ever get it? Did you ever get a chance to, that he knew that, or it was one of those secrets that he'll just never know unless he's listening to the show or somebody runs back and tells him? Well, yeah, he got a chance to find out, and um, you know, after after we were out of school, of course, it was after that. But he didn't know. Well, yeah. he knew it in school. I remember once he loaned me his jacket, his football jacket to wear, and he would let me wear it every day in school. And one day in art class, somebody stole it, and I was devastated. And he was more worried about me, and he was saying, you know, don't worry about it. It's just a jacket. And he never got mad at me about it. He never complained about it. So, yeah, he knew. I think he knew then. He might have had a little crush on me, too. (laughs) Mm. Okay, uh, Katie, uh, can we get you back here and uh, pretty much respond to that same here. question? Who, who you had a little schoolgirl crush on? <laughs> who, who can we who can we surprise? <laughs> Only thing I can tell you was a couple of people. There was a couple of guys on the football team, and let's see, that's all. A couple of guys on the football team. And one guy from grammar school that was in high school with us, but that's 
That's all. That's that's about it, huh? <laughs> no names. Mm-mm. Oh, I hear you. It's all good. It's all good. You're going to have a whole football team by wondering if it was them. <laughs> right. You're right. Or saying it was them. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to, uh, you all mind if we take a, a quick commercial break and we'll come back and then we'll go ahead and roll with um, with Melody. Is that all right? Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, hold tight. And uh, we're going to be right back with uh, Melanie Sharp. Take her through the initiation and orientation questions. Hold on. We'll be right back. Step into the bad side. Step into the bad side. Gonna take a mean ride. Mean ride. Smile Step into the bad side Change our tone, make the songs we sing our own. Step into the the bad bad side.
Chicago for your next family reunion, call Jimmy Williams of Abstract T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunion expert since 1990 with photo T-Shirts and custom printing available. You can see samples of his work on the Internet. Search for JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. That's JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. One word. For families wanting reasonable prices, quality service, and good advice at making their family reunion a success, call Jimmy Williams from Abstracts T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunions should always be a happy occasion, and your T-Shirts should reflect that. Call Jimmy Williams at 773-690-5366. Your T-shirt man. Old school, all the way. Ain't no school like the old school. I tell you, 
I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. When when, when we allow our music to be taken away, we allowed our minds to be taken away. And if we can get our music back, I think that it will be a step into getting ourselves back. I, 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 something just happened along the way. We lost our damn minds. And our music, uh, the loss of our music had a hell of a lot to do with it. We are back. With We're here. The Sharp We're here. Sisters. What, what, what was that? What was that? I heard the background. Janine offered to say that you will decline. <laughs> Respectfully decline <laughs> on our behalf. And you're listening. But we're going to bring on uh, Melody Sharp. Melody, how are you doing today? I'm fine, Keith. How are you? I'm okay. You you back there in the background thought she was going to get away, huh? I thought we were going to close the show out and get a chance to ask you these questions, huh? Oh, of course not. I'm ready. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll be all right. Then we're gonna uh, we'll we'll go through the little orientation and initiation. Then we'll we'll, we'll get right up to uh, the big event coming up this Saturday, uh, and you know we'll we'll, we'll okay. talk in depth about that and in, in depth about prestige properties also and what you have to offer. But before okay. we go there, let's go back and uh, get a perspective of Miss Melanie Sharp as far as uh, when she thinks back on those life and times of the South Shore High years. What comes to mind? Well, you know what? I learned some things recently that I wasn't aware of. <laughs> as recent as today. Because I found out my sister used to play hooky. And I'm trying to figure out why no one ever hit me for this playing hooky. <laughs> I had perfect attendance all the way until my senior year and had to be tackled on the front lawn to keep me from going to school with the monks. I didn't want to mess up perfect attendance, but it seems like there was a lot of fun to be had with this playing hooky, but I just wasn't aware of it. You better keep that perfect attendance. Let's all the fun. Feeling a little, a little left out, huh? Yeah. I, I need a do-over. You need a do-over. She can play hooky from work. Well, that's, <laughs> no, that, that's, that's, that's a different world. So what 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 comes to mind though when you since since, since you were there all the time, uh, yeah, I imagine yeah. a few a few things come to mind uh, more so because of all the time you spent there. Well, I was involved in sports. I was on the volleyball team, and I was also the captain of the track team. So that kept me pretty busy. Um, didn't really get involved with the the football team too much. Mm-hmm. You know, I was kind of a do my homework and try to stay in shape and you know, compete. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. So did, did you have and a particular circle? Did you have a particular circle uh, of people who, uh, who 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 you all held each other up and had your back through good or bad times, or was uh, that pretty much the same group as uh, Katie? Yeah, well, Katie and her friends and Beverly Hinton, uh, Carl Burgess. Teresa Caesar, uh, Michelle Kramer. We kind of came up from grammar school and just kept that bond. Beverly Hinton. Hinton. I haven't haven't heard. Uh, uh, do you still keep in touch with her? Yes, all the time. Beverly's a very really? good friend. Really, tell her I said hi. I, I remember uh, I haven't seen her in a few years. Oh, I saw her at the Re- Relevations uh, about five years ago. We actually took a picture together. And uh okay. she's cool. Yeah, Beverly and I were class lookalikes one year. So we're in the yearbook. 
Okay. Yes, yeah, she's, she's really good. Really good person. Good people. So absolutely, we're family. That's family. Yeah. Mhm. We're family. When you uh, think of your influences uh, who helped to make Melanie Sharp into the young lady that she is today, mm-hmm. uh, who, who comes to mind? I would probably say, of course, my family, but in the South Shore setting would be uh, Julie Davis. That was my English teacher, and she was also the track coach. Um, I looked at her as family as well. Uh, kind of pushed me through some things that I, I didn't want to deal with. Um, helped deal with the butterflies and, and taught me to compete and how to, to push through the pain and, and do things that sometimes you just really didn't want to do. And in, in this life, and that's for me and anybody else, a lot of times you have to do things you don't want to do. But if you push through those things, eventually you get to that place where you're able to do the things that you're passionate about and the things that you enjoy doing. And that takes the sting out of those things that, that you kind of have to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, a couple more questions, and I have to go back to uh, Janita, too, because I left, uh, I kind of left, I kind of dropped a question off on her that I wanted to ask. Uh, but well, I ask you first, these couple, as far as your schoolgirl crush back in the day, who can you give a pleasant surprise to to, to know that there was a time when you kind of liked them a little bit? Well, the first one that comes to mind, and this started back at Paul Revere, his name was Timothy Ramsey. And he eventually came to South Shore, and I don't think he even knew who I was. So... Basketball player, right? I think he played basketball. Yeah, come yeah, think of it. I can envision him in a pair of shorts and those sports boxes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he yeah, he was on the no basketball team. Yeah, well, I didn't follow that too much either. And my <laughs> other crush, I don't know if Gwen Robinson is listening or Terry Posey, but I had a crush on Terry Posey. Believe it or not, I did too. I didn't have a crush on Terry Post. <laughs> we love him though. Now, hey Terry, hi Terry, I love you. Now he he was the swimmer, right? I don't remember. I don't remember. See, I was a, I played sports. I didn't follow sports. Yeah, I didn't. So, so, I followed sports players. But well, my dad so was coaching all that stuff. We didn't really follow sports. I'm, I'm going to jump back to Janita for a second here, and I want to ask you, Janita, uh, as far as your bucket list, what's what's down in that bucket list that you uh, you plan to reach down there and, and make a reality? Oh, wow. I, I probably would have to say the same traveling. I really can't think of anything. I, I, it's like I have to do it. I'm not jumping off any buildings or any mountains. I don't want to skydive. <laughs> bucket list pretty much involves my feet being on the ground. <laughs> not a problem. Just enjoy, <laughs> yeah, just, just enjoy life. Enjoy the rest that I have. We have a I movie to write. Be doing oh, that. yeah, Melanie's making me write a movie. We are writing a movie. Hmm, that sounds interesting. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Yeah, I'm the writer in the family. 
Merlin, what about your bucket list before we jump into before we go into a prestige and uh, the event this Saturday? What, what's down in that bucket list for you? I, I imagine you got something going on. Well, since I go to the gym, I eventually want to learn how to swim, and I want to travel. I've kind of had my life on hold with my sons, raising my sons, one's in college and one's in junior in high school, so I've pretty much had to sacrifice and, and provide for them. And now that Jordan's almost out of high school, it's time for me to start enjoying my life and maybe meet that special person that can travel with me. You have to already. Now, if I'm not mistaken, all three of you are single. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Okay. I kind of. <laughs> you say some, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we need me. <laughs> I hear you. Okay, okay, brothers, y'all hear that? We got we have three single fine sisters here, so uh, just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Thank you, Kay. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about this coming Saturday, and uh, Melanie, you can you can kind of take us f- for a little ways on that with the uh, with, with the uh, strike for strike out cancer uh, fundraiser. Let's, let's, can you talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. This is our third annual fundraiser, and as you know, you were at the first one. We had a great time, and yes. it gets better every year. Yeah. Uh, we have bought out the entire Dalton Bowling Alley for this Saturday, uh, starting at 8.30. Doors are open, and there will be unlimited bowling until 2 o'clock a.m. Um, what we're doing is we're, we're raising money, and it's for an organization, the Tasha C. Joyner Foundation. And that organization is one that supports cancer survivors, uh, we try to empower one another, we fellowship, uh, we uh, cry, we laugh, we talk, we, uh, we give advice, uh, but at the same time we hold each other up. Uh, we try to provide services to the providers, to the uh, survivors. Um, for example, we, those who have lost their hair, uh, transportation, uh, at any given time, you can see a room full of butterflies uh, there in the recovery room waiting for one of our sisters to come out of surgery. So I wow. enjoy doing fundraisers. I enjoy doing events. And this is something that kind of ties the little pieces in my life that are, seem to be uh, connecting the dots. And it's allowing me to do something on a bigger and better uh, level because it's allowing me to help people and to show people that this is a serious disease and that a lot of people are affected by it or will be affected by it. So uh, just getting that knowledge out there to to make people aware that these are women who don't look like what they've gone through. Uh, some Some of them are going through now and you wouldn't know it. But the strength that comes out of this organization and the this group of women is phenomenal. So anything I can do to be a part of that and to bring people together in this kind of venue, uh, it's well worth it, and it's a lot of fun. 
Now, some of the uh, what are some of the activities that are going to be taking place? Up there? I know when I was there the first one, and I, and I repeat after what you said, it was I had a blast. It was a it was a one one of those uh, events where you just hate they have to end. You know, you won't don't ever want it to end. It was a, a beautiful time. Uh, really, really heartfelt testimonials. Uh, a little line dancing, and I see you're going to have some line dancing. Uh, teaching there, I might even bust out my shy mode and, and try to learn a little line dance too while I'm there. <laughs> so, so what are some of the what are some of the uh, what, what's going to be happening up in there for the people to know? Okay, well as you said, we're going to have the line dancing. Uh, for a twenty-five dollar ticket, you would get the five hours of unlimited bowling. You're going to get a chance to win a hundred dollars. You're also going to get five raffle tickets. Um, allowing you to be eligible to win door prizes. It's going to include your shoe rentals. You're going to get a wing dinner. You're going to have car playing. Uh, got a couple of surprises, a, a, a mini fashion show. And like I said, a couple of things we haven't done before. Uh, but we're, it's a big celebration. It's a celebration for all those survivors uh, who are celebrating their second chance, some of them third and fourth chance at life because some of these women have had to battled this disease on more than one occasion, and some are still battling. So I, I just want this to be an event that people remember and look forward to and mark each year as a day of survival and a day of growth and, and empowerment in uh, the fight to uh, overcome this disease. Well, i tell you, uh, I'll definitely be there, and uh of course I have of course I have camera and microphone in hand and uh I hope so. And as I think about it right now now as I'm thinking you know my, with the network uh, that I'm trying to bust out we're going to have uh some really nice we are everyday people global internet radio network t-shirts that we're going to have. Okay. And uh if you'd like to I will we haven't quite we haven't made them up yet, but we have the presses ready. Jimmy Williams has everything set up for them to be made, and I'm willing to donate ten of those to uh, this coming Saturday. If you want to raffle them, oh, wow. Thank you. Uh, how, however you want, however we do it. If 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 you have the time to set to set something up, maybe you know, uh, I, I'm willing to uh, donate ten t-shirts uh, to okay. some a raffle of how, however it's done. Just, just know that I'm willing to do okay. that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking. For, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, okay. So, uh, how was? Now, I missed last year. What? Uh, matter of fact, you're gonna be playing some cards there too. I saw something about some card playing going on. Is that right? That's right. We can yeah, pretty much do whatever we want to do. The bowling alley is is ours. Everybody that comes in there will be part of this event. We've uh, okay. locked down. Uh, the entire facility. Okay, so no, 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 the uh, no, no, just uh, free bowl. No, just people coming in. This is all part of the routine. That's good. No, no. That's good. That's Those nice that to know. Come in, even if they're just coming to bowl, they'll have to buy a ticket and they will have to uh, contribute to this uh, fundraiser. I got you. I I really hope that people uh, will take heed and and, and come out. And support this cause, and 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 you're not not only supporting the cause, but you you're giving yourself a great time. <laughs> you know, so you you support yeah, yourself. I mean, you're doing something for yourself to to come out there and, and mix with these good people and 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 supporting a worthy cause, man. That's twenty five dollars. 
All the bowling you can That's come on. Yeah, you spend that much mm-hmm. just going to bowling on your own for two or three hours, twenty five dollars. So uh, yeah. I, yes, indeed. Now this is at Dalton Bowl and Dalton. Uh, what's that address again for Dalton Bowl, uh, Melanie? Fourteen zero one East Fifty Boulevard in Dalton, Illinois. And that's just right west of. Uh, right, right, just west of uh, Sibley Boulevard exit on the uh, uh, Bishop Ford Expressway there. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's gonna. That, should be a good time, great time. So I hope everybody uh, can make it out. Uh, if you can't, you know, you don't have to stay from eight to two. Come out, stay out a couple of hours. If you can stay from eight to two, then that's that's all good too. You know, just come on out and support, support, support the group. Come on out and meet the Sharp Sisters. That's that's worth twenty five right there. Man, yeah, that's that's that's, that's enough. We let people bowling at two o'clock, Keith. Yeah. You do? Last last year we left people there <laughs> bowling. It was over but they wanted to stay. So they had a good time. Wow, that's that's good. I well I'll make sure I've had enough rest so I, I, I can I'll be ready to go to distance. No doubt about it. Oh, we can't wait to see you. Uh, likewise. Likewise. I'm kinda of been on the road so much, I you know, I'm I miss Chicago, let alone I haven't yeah. even been a chance to get to my own home in Texas at all. But uh, I, I really miss, you know, my family and friends in Chicago, and that, that's 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 my heart. So, Mel, let's talk about prestige property, and uh, let, let's go back into how how that even came about. I know we talked about it. You were one of my early guests a couple of years ago, and uh, but for those who don't know, uh, what even gave me the incentive to, to uh, dabble into? Uh, this industry, whereas it brought you to, you know, being the founder and CEO of your own real estate company? Well, at the age of 25, I decided I wanted to buy a building. And my family, my mother, father, everybody wanted to talk me out of it. So I figured I better get some professional advice because I really want to do this. So I went and talked to an attorney. And the attorney advised me to get a husband, buy a house, get a husband, let us help you. And I thought, wait a minute, that cannot be the route I have to take. So I bought a four flat at the age of 25 and didn't tell my parents until I think that Christmas. I closed early in the, in the, in the month. After I bought that building, I decided I didn't like where I was working and I decided I'm going to buy another building, and then I'm going to quit. So in order to buy a building, I went to real estate school, so I would at least be knowledgeable about what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. So that turned into uh, selling real estate, and eventually I opened my own office about 22, 23 years ago, and this is what I've been doing for the rest of my life. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy the the people's lives that I am able to um, affect and to help. I'm able to put people to work, and I've made some lifelong friendships just just being in the business, doing what I enjoy doing, helping people uh, with their housing situation. A lot of times, you become a counselor, financial advisor, uh, shoulder to cry on. 
but being able to forge those relationships is what keeps those people coming back, and that's what keeps my business uh, thriving because I have a continuous flow of, of callbacks. And I, I must say that you have you have a beautiful office and, a, and and you just couldn't have picked a better location and a better atmosphere to have such a nice office there. And I, I've I've seen it, and uh, kudos to you. That, that's I, I think oh. it's, it's just beautiful what what you're doing. Thank you, Keith. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. It was you're part of my welcome. vision. It worked out. Well, you have beautiful vision. You were seeing some good things. So what what services? I enjoy uh, it. I mean, I, I'm able to work with my family. Danita's my office mm-hmm. manager. Katie comes out when she feels like it, and she kind of <laughs> gives us the music and she feeds us. My brother Anton is a broker, and he's been there since I opened. Uh, Gwen, who is, I don't know, she might want to leave me now. You know, I had a crush on her boyfriend back in uh in high school, Gwen is one of my brokers. As a matter of fact, uh, she just started the property management division, which that's that's her baby, uh, and it's it's going really well. Her sister has joined the company, so we're we're growing in mm-hmm. leaps and bounds. So, uh, so, so if if anybody, let's say somebody might be listening or know somebody uh, who's listening who's listening but knows somebody is looking for. Some property, or looking for a, a, a house, and don't really have any connection yet. I mean, uh, that's where Melanie Sharp and Prestige Properties come in, ain't it? Mm-hmm. I can help them from beginning to end, uh, Keith. As a matter of fact, I'm building some relationships with some of the vendors. I have a loan officer that I work with quite a bit. Uh, she's very good. We're, we make a great team. I've got a title company. As a matter of fact, these people are. Uh, contributing to the sponsorship of the Candlelight Bowl. So they'll be there Saturday night as well. Uh, Sheila Gower from American Portfolio Mortgage Company, uh, Barrister Title, uh, Rico Williams, John Turner from John Turner Insurance Company, uh, Austin and Jared Attorneys. And then I have my both of my sons, uh, grammar school and high school, which I'm still very much involved in <clears throat> volunteering. Uh, they're sponsoring as well and making contributions to the event. So um, just just building a, a great connection and a, a great group of people to work with. Like like I was talking to Katie earlier when she's talking about retirement. I, it's the, the next the next best thing to that is what is what you seem to be doing is and that's to if you're going to work do something that you love to do. Uh, Absolutely. I'm working all the time, but I, I enjoy what I'm doing. And when, when I can do what I'm passionate about, like most people say, that's when you know you found your uh, your yep. purpose. Yep. And I, I think I have multiple purposes, but I take great joy in all of them. Uh, some of them bring me spiritual happiness. Some of them allow me to sustain life. To allow me to, to create an income, uh, and then there are others just, that just allow me to be me and to touch people and reach people and make a difference in their lives. I mean, I see a lot of the grammar school kids who are now grown, and they remember me, and they remember what I've done with them and for them. So I can honestly say I don't, I don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon, but I think I have 
made a difference in a lot of lives that I've touched. Yeah. Now let's while I'm thinking about it, let's let's put out the, the the number they can contact you for prestige properties if someone is looking for a property or knows someone who's looking and they and they need some help, uh, some uh, some 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 help with integrity. Uh, who's not trying to, to get over on anybody? Who who who's uh, 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 does the job heartfelt? Uh, we need to. Okay. Have the, number uh, so they the best can number call. to reach me is seven zero eight seven one two one five four one. I've got leasing agents. I've got property managers. I've got REO specialists. Uh, what else do we have? Investment or income property uh, specialist. So any any part of real estate or home ownership, uh, whether it be starting out with credit repair or do I have to do to purchase a home, we can take them from beginning to end. Some people may not be able to buy immediately, but we're able to work with them and show them the avenues that they have to take in order to prepare for home ownership. And then we also want to let them know uh, how to maintain their home. Mm-hmm. And that's 708-712-1541, 708-712-1541. That's for Melanie Sharp's Prestige Properties. Like she says, she can take it from beginning to end, uh, beginning to the point of uh, where you need to repair your credit uh, to all the way to the end. Uh, so that's uh, I think that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. So what we'll do, I'm going to take one more quick, quicker break. It won't be as long as the other one. And then we come back. I'm doing this break to give you a chance to think about it for a second because I want to get a closing statement from each each three of you, from uh, Janita, from Janine, Katie, and from uh, Melanie. We want to get a closing statement. So think about it. And uh, is that okay with you all? That's fine. Yeah, okay. Okay. I don't be getting quiet. I mean, say you may be over there saying, damn, what the hell are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> Real quick, Keith, before you go, I didn't mention the grammar school and the high school. Is Christ Our Savior is the grammar school in South Holland, and Seton Academy is the high school in South Holland also. So those okay. are my partners as well. Okay, cool. Beautiful. We want to get them all in. If you think of something during the break, come on back with them. We can't leave nobody out. Okay, sounds good. All right, and we will be... Right back. Yeah. 
With the Sharp Sisters and Y'all Must Be Love. I can tell by the way yes, you make yes, me feel. Yes, we are. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell by the way you make me feel. We're going to uh, go oh. and we're going to uh, give each one of you a chance to make a closing statement. Whatever you want to share with the world, whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want to know. If you, if, if you got a crush on me, you can tell me that. Whatever. I'll of take course it. we do. <laughs> we love you, too. Hey, I love y'all too. Y'all are, y'all are, y'all are beautiful. This has been beautiful. We're gonna start with uh, Sister the uh, baby. We're gonna start with Janita Sharp. Janita, go ahead and spare your love, sweetheart. Well, one, I want to thank you for having me on. You know, you brought, you made me actually think of some really good times I had in South Shore, and I appreciate that. And I want to tell everybody to come out to the Candlelight Bowl and. Support it. It's a worthy cause. It's a cause that's really close to my heart. It means a lot to me. Um, I have a lot of survivors. I have a lot of fighters in my family. And, you know, I want to show my support every year I do this with Melanie because it means so much to me and it means so much to so many other people. And for Prestige Properties, as she said, I'm the office manager and the leasing agent. So, of course, I can help those that are not ready to buy with rentals. And, honestly, rentals are becoming as competitive as sales. And 
it would be in your best interest to have the help of a leasing agent. So if you need to rent, you have the number, just give Melanie a call. And I look forward to seeing you on Saturday, Chief. Oh yes, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it coming back home, believe me. Believe me. Uh Katie, Janine Sharp, go ahead and spread your love. I also want to thank you for having me and we'll probably start talking about some of the fun times we had when we were at South Shore. So I thank you for those memories that you returned to us and I'm gonna tell Melanie about that uh, addiction stuff so she doesn't feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> she got in trouble. <laughs> And let's see, and I just want to tell everybody, you know, I was in the workforce for 42 years before I actually retired, and I posted a post about a month ago, and I think it can apply to people that even have to go to work. You know, it said, eat the chocolate cake, walk in the rain and splash in the puddles, ride with the windows down, dance, sing, talk to strangers, smile at everyone, hug someone, go barefoot, take naps, Try new things, spend time with kids, laugh every chance you get, help others, live life to the fullest, no regret. Life is way too short. Yes, amen. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That is absolute truth or something else, I tell you. And that's yes, the absolute truth. Melanie Sharp. And, and don't forget, I hope Melanie. I see you on Saturday, and I hope that I get to see everybody that's listening. The more, the merrier. You know, I like Janita said, I have fighters in my family, and I'm fighting with them every step of the way. I love them till my heart explodes. So I will definitely be there, and I will always be at every event that supports something like this. I hear you, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And, Melanie, don't forget, uh, however we need to do it, uh, you have 10, 10 T-shirts on me. We, they're going to be really nice. Uh we are Everyday People, Global Internet Radio Network, a logo. It's going to be a black shirt with white writing. It's going to be – the logo is actually the picture that's between uh, you sisters and the picture I took with you sisters on the promo. Oh, so that's, wonderful. Yeah. Well, then we'll raffle off nine because I have to keep one. Oh, no. We'll raffle off seven. <laughs> <laughs> So Melanie, go ahead, go ahead, Melanie, go ahead and spread your love. Uh, Whatever you want the world to hear from Melanie Sharp, you go ahead and let them have it. Oh, I suppose I have my two dear sisters here. Um, I I would just say that whatever you look to do or whatever you thought you could do and haven't done yet, it's never too late. Uh, Anything that man can conceive, you can achieve, and that's I believe that wholeheartedly. Uh, I have some goals that I am still trying to reach, and I will never give up. Uh, If there's something that's important to you, you have to act like it's important to you. You have to think it, drink it, sleep it, eat it. Sometimes you may not sleep. Uh, If it's important to you, it will will be on your mind. It will keep you up at night. It will wake you up in the morning. But that's when you know that that's the thing that's truly, truly important to you and, and how you want to live your life. The things that I do, I, I do because I enjoy them, and I like to see the results. I like to see the outcome uh, from my input. So as long as I'm able to do that, as long as I'm able to stay healthy and be able to, to contribute 
to allow other people uh, to see the things that I'm doing and maybe encourage them. That's what I'm going to do. I believe that I was inflicted with this disease twice, and I beat it twice because my life is a living example that you can't let anything stop you. It might slow you down, but when you get back up, you're going to run stronger, harder, and faster. So this is my fight to win, and I'm going to keep fighting it, and I'm I'm winning, as is all my sister survivors. So this is what we're about this Saturday. We want to come out, have a good time, get to know one another. Um, there'll be some new survivors there. I actually had a lady call me on the phone, and she, she told me that we sold her her house 13 years ago, and she's also a breast cancer survivor. So she intends to be there with not five, but maybe seven of her family members. And she says she celebrates her second birthday. So I'm looking to bring a lot of people together who have something in common where they can help each other. So whether you know someone who's been struck by cancer, um, still come out and have a good time and see how we do it, see how we live and celebrate life. Mm-hmm. You won't be disappointed. Nope. Absolutely. You all come out to uh, Dalton Bowl this coming Saturday, October 24th. This coming Saturday, the day after tomorrow. So I don't want to get confused. Uh, the 24th of October, 8 o'clock, what is it, 8.30 p.m. until 2 a.m. It's only $25. All the bowling you can, can bowl. I mean, that right there, everything else is gravy. Everything else is gravy. The dancing, the car mm-hmm. playing, the food, uh, the, the 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 interaction. This is this this is like I say, this is for you too. Do something for yourself, do something for a worthy cause and come out to Dalton Bowl. Uh the Sharp Sisters will be there, I'll be there, uh and uh we'll be having uh, raffles giveaways. I'm looking forward to uh this T shirt. I just thought about this today. I mean this just came to mind in our conversations. So uh I'm I'm looking forward to to, to doing this. Uh this is this is beautiful. Thank you, Janita. Thank you, Janine and mm-hmm. Katie. Thank you, Melanie. I appreciate you all. I'm humbled. And uh, thank, thank you for a great show. Appreciate it. Well, Keith, before you go, I just wanted to send out a congratulations to Jesse, Jesse Evans. I'm looking forward to hearing his show. Oh, really? Yeah, Jesse Evans, uh, yes. he had a show yesterday, and he did a great job. He did a great job. Yeah. Yes. Jesse's a good guy. I'm really proud of him, so. I just wanted to send out a congratulations to him. I appreciate that. I'm sure he is listening. Uh, Jesse, marinating that, brother. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, this is uh, this has been a great, great evening with the Sharp Sisters. I'm, I'm so glad we were able to get it in without any blog talk issues. And uh, I, I feel really good. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a break and come back, and I want to talk about a couple of things. Uh, I'm going to introduce who I am going to officially uh, title the South Shore Alumni Poet Laureate. And I'll tell you who that is, and I'll give you an example as to why. Uh, when we come back, I'll also play a couple of more of the interviews that I took from the picnic that we haven't heard. And uh, I'm going to keep it going for a little bit long, longer, but uh, I definitely want to thank with my heart, and I can't wait to see you all at the, at the uh, bowling alley this coming Saturday. Thank you. All right, you all take Bye-bye. it easy. Much love. Spread the love. All righty. Love, love you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, 
I just happened to see I have a caller uh, with a 5159 uh, last four digits. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take the call. I, I, I'm sorry, I, man. I just let the shop sisters go. Uh, but we're going to uh, call if you wanted to uh, come on and you had a comment at 5159 last four digits. Just press number one on your phone and I'll see that and I'll know that you want to come on. Or if you're just listening, that's beautiful. I'm glad to have you listening and I appreciate that just as much. So, uh, uh, other than that, I will go ahead and take the break. And if you want to hang on until uh, I come back and then uh, join us then, I'd be more than happy to you. I'm just glad to see a number there who's dialing in. I, I am very appreciative of anybody who takes the time to uh, check us out. I really am. So what we will do, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to play one of the uh, interviews from the picnic that we haven't heard. I kind of fell behind on them because I was doing other interviews and because of my little uh, job also, but we're going to go down here and I'm trying to catch it scrolling before. Uh, okay, here we go. We're going to go with a interview from the South Shore class of 75 40th reunion picnic. And who is it? You're about to find out right now. Okay, we have here uh, Brother Reginald Hall. We know him as Frog. Hey, I thought his name was Frog. I know everybody. Brother Reginald Hall from uh, came out of Horace Mann High School, trekked up to South Shore High School. And uh, Brother Reggie, Reggie, thanks for joining me, man. No problem, no problem. Keep anytime. Hey, look here. The way we started off with everybody else, we always go back to asking you your days at South Shore. When you think about them days, when you're just chilling at the crib, and you, your mind just going back, you know, many represents back down memory lane. You going down there and just thinking about good times. What comes to mind, man? You know what? What comes to mind is back in the day we had teachers who cared. They talked Every, from the heart. Everybody's been saying that. Yeah. And I don't think it's, it's no, it's no. I mean, it, it seems like we just can't get together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, talk uh, about uh, feelings. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nowadays, nobody's talking. Yeah. So that's one of the problems. Everybody assumes that you know things. Uh, and you can't assume in life. You know what I'm saying? You have to know that they know, and they, and they don't know. You know, so how can you teach somebody if you don't know how to converse with them? You know, you have to first learn how to converse with that person. Yeah, and the thing is, they think they got it going on, and they think they know all this. Well, they think they know everything, yeah. and you don't know everything. Yeah. You yeah. know, it takes a second. You got 40 years in the hole. Yeah. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? So I'll forget more than they ever learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... And until we go back and be, rebuild that family, we'll never have the same union. So, what, so, as far as we spent four years at South Shore, man, I tell you, those are the best. Matter of fact, I was telling other people that graduation day, I was depressed as hell because I wasn't ready to go. Right. It was the best year there. You know what? Yeah. I think they say college was, but I had such a wonderful time in high school. Yeah. I had so many people who cared, yeah. you know, about my well-being and my welfare. That you know, I, I don't think they can do that now. Just like I look, if you look around at our reunion, this is 40 years later, and it's like we never left. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. So yeah, that's the way we were back in the day. We were we were jailed and and we meshed together. You know what I'm saying? Which was a beautiful thing. They don't have that now. Yeah. They, they don't have it at all. There's no now. camaraderie. They, I passed by. For instance, I passed by South Shore playing somebody at, at Eckersall right now, uh, and really wasn't nobody in the stands. When we played, we had stands full. But you know, we came up, 
like I was telling other interviews, that we came up on Saturday mornings watching uh, Jerry Lewis, Bugs Bunny Roadrunner, whoever else. Yeah, these kids came up watching butt-shaking MTV videos. That's like a psychological, man. It, 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 I mean, you know, it, 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 we buy into it. Well, it was already sold. It was already sold when yeah. they brought it out. So now people are not really using their senses. They're just reacting. Yeah, yeah. And that's a, that's just like in the, in the streets now. Like they can they don't reset. fight no more. No, no slap boxing. They shoot. No slap boxing. You and know. it's almost as though they can... It's a video game mentality, I call them. Right. Because it's almost like they can press a reset button and start it over again, and you can't do that. But they have that psyche that... They play Grand Theft Auto, come out all these killings and play the knockout game, press reset and start over again. That ain't life, but it's like they're living it that way. Great. It's a shame. So, I was I talked to uh, Carl Fisher. I had a show with Kevin Farmer a couple of a weeks ago. Okay. And we talked about the Sarsfield football team. I asked him this question I'm going to ask you. What uh, what sticks out in your career from Sasha High School, when you think when you think about one of those glory moments when you said, "Damn, man, this, this, this is beautiful," when you just full of pride. I think it was when my sophomore year, when I was elected to play on varsity, I started in varsity, and I got the older guys taught me. They molded me, so then they handed the torch down to me, so that I could mold the guys up under me. You know? Now, who are some of the guys that kind of were your mentors? Moore, Shelby, Byron Round, Pharrell Martin, Chucky Walsh. Who's out here today? Yeah, yeah. You know these guys, yeah. Big Bill Fisher. You know yeah. these guys because he was already on there, and I stepped up and I started playing with these guys, uh-huh. and they just taught me how to do. I think my famous moment was when we played Gustavo down in Soldier Field. That's what everybody else said. They talked about I that got that fumble, you know, and I yeah. was on the back Southfield <laughs> Hall of Fame, you know. I'm yeah. looking for that photo now, you know. Yeah. But that's what I remember the most, you know. I mean, just the camaraderie that it brought to us. I mean, I have brothers for life. Yeah, yeah. And we don't have to be around each other all the time. Exactly. exactly. And that's, that's the consensus, man. That's what the football players have been saying. That's what we baseball players have been saying with our sport. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, as far as educators and the teachers back in the day, because back we had teachers that gave a damn. They care. We had teachers that didn't play. And, and, they, and they were qualified, too. That's right. You know? And if you didn't come to class, your ass wasn't going to be here on the yeah. team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, they gave a hoop. Nowadays, so, they don't give a hoop. So who, who were one of some of your influences back there as far as teachers are concerned? Homer Turner was my main influence. Okay. Homer kept me balanced. Homer Turner did. Uh-huh. Then you had... Uh, Miss Francis, she was hard on us. Yeah, she was. But she was fair. Yeah. You know, not that I look like. No pun on Mr. Crockett. Mr. Crockett just let us slide. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But a lot of my teachers, I think I can go back to grammar school. Uh, Miss Smith, Miss Mitchell, you know, and they, they put a lot of emphasis on education. Uh-huh. Mr. Shapiro was the top. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten a lot of uh, Mr. Shapiro moments. On, 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 on so, back in the days, uh, I gotta put this question to you like everybody else. A couple of people refused to answer. You don't have to, but who were your school boy crushes on back in the days, man? If you had any. I thought Olivia was sexier than a mother. Olivia, is she here today? Yeah, she's gone now. She's gone. Okay. Olivia was sexier as hell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. more females, you know, but I think Olivia to me was sexy. Okay. Okay. 
but I hope she hears this, man. Did, did she know it? Is it one of those things where you just hold it to yourself? Yeah, yeah. So what you into now, man? Still cooking. Still cooking, huh? still cooking. I remember running into you uh, when I was uh, yeah, doing service. Yeah, I'm, right. at the, uh, I'm still down there at, uh, at, you know where, I don't want to put it on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, live through that, yeah. but yeah. yeah, I'm still down there. I'm cooking, and my daughter's a senior in college, so my thing is to get her through. And then after I get her through and get her settled, it's about me. I hate you. You know, I I've been you. raising kids since I was 21 years old. I hear you. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that, brother. You know, so now it's about me now. So, in closing, I give everybody a chance to say the last word. Uh, just express yourself, uh, how you feel about your, uh, our homies there, man, uh, about South Shore, and just, just what's on your mind right now when you see what's when going I see on out South here. Shore, I, and, and somebody brought that to me, they just don't understand how good that they had it. Yeah. We had it excellent. Yeah. You could see as a turnout, what the turnout looks like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, to all my people, all my cars, love you all. Brother Reggie, thanks for joining me, man. I appreciate it. Stay tuned. We're going to put it online next week. I'm going to put a nice... It's going to take me more than one show to put all these interviews on there, but I'm going to keep on doing the show until I get them all on. Okay. We'll be on, brother. We'll keep you posted. Thank you, brother. All right, now.
man, I love that song uh, since the time it came out. It's something about it. Uh, it, it actually used to bring me to tears, uh, to be honest with you. Yeah, I said it, tears, damn it, okay? But uh, it don't do it like that now unless I, you know, I don't know. It didn't do it today this time, but I love that song. That's one of the uh, greatest songs to me, for me, in the history of music. It's, some, it's something about it. Uh, great music, great horns, great vocals, and, uh, you know, great lyrics. Old school. That's how we used to do it. That's all we got was music like that back in the days, which is why we the way we are. And when you see uh, what's happening today, well, a lot has to do with the music that they hear and the video games they play and uh, so on, whatever, whatever. You know. So that's, that's, that's what it is. But anyway, as I was saying before the break, I am going to take it upon me on We Are Everyday People, Global Internet Radio Network, Two Towers for Life. I'm going to take it upon me to uh, officially uh, announce the South Shore High alumni, poet laureate. And that South Shore alumni poet laureate is Deborah Allison. I did a show with Deborah Allison, uh, actually and Shireen Snow, uh, Mrs. Shapiro, who's got many votes for uh, being, matter of fact, he got the most votes for being the most influential teacher of our time. Uh, Mrs. Shapiro took it upon himself to do a show at the Quarry, uh, where they have where Darius Lawrence's More Better Jazz takes place every Friday at 7 o'clock. Uh, Matter of fact, if you want to know more about that, you can get on to uh, hook up with Darius Lawrence, D-A-R-I-U-S Lawrence uh, on Facebook and follow uh, Mo Better Jazz. Or you can just, you know, follow Mo Better Jazz, you know, just do a search on that. But anyway, Mrs. Shapiro uh, did a show with uh, Shireen Snow, who is a great actress from Chicago, from South Shore, a great singer, and Deborah Allison. And uh, uh, Deborah Allison performed some of her poetry there. What I'm going to do right now, uh, I didn't just wake up and decide, uh, oh, well, Deborah Allison is going to be Poet Laureate. No, I'm about to play for you uh, one of the reasons why. Here we go, right now. The gun he held got him expelled. He will never return, for he has earned street recognition for putting ammunition into so many others hurting so many mothers with the gun he found just laying around. Now the table has turned, because his mother just learned her son lay dead from a bullet to his head. Carrying a gun doesn't make you number one. A finger on a trigger doesn't make you any bigger. While you squeeze and fire, let another child lay dead. Some say with nerve, justice was served. He got what he deserved. While a mother and or father cry tears that flow like water. Then tomorrow someone's daughter becomes a victim to the slaughter. As we bury our young, those knowing turn and run, not wanting to snitch and tell who fired the gun. Red light cameras have a perfect view. Over the line, a ticket mailed to you. Blue light cameras on poles everywhere. Do they even function or are they just up there? We call on politicians and the leaders of religions to start up a petition to pray for intervention and hold to the conviction. There is a resolution. 
to give us the solution to save this generation from a plague of destruction, this violent eruption of not living life, just ending someone's life. Give them a voice to tell why they make this choice. Let their story be told about being so cold. Let them talk about their pain so that we may gain an understanding why so many had to die. And understanding why they think if someone dies, it will exterminate the lives of the colors they despise, which in truth is a disguise. It's a symbol worn for lack because no one had their back. We've got to attack this name Chirac. It's time to take this city back. We've got to attack this name Chirac. It's time to take our city back. Take it back. Okay. You want to say something about that? That is awesome. That is awesome. That is Deborah Allison, uh, South Shore High alumni, came out with me from the class of 75. And I, what do you say? It's almost like I want to have a moment of silence just to let it marinate. <clears throat> I mean, not one use of profanity. Uh, the message is on point. The the rhymes were just right there. It's like, man, how can you just? Uh, I'm awestruck. That was incredible. I think it was beautiful. And if you want to talk about poetry and, and rhymes, I mean, hell, you can maybe put that to some music, and uh, who knows? But when you when you listen to that and contrast it to what we're hearing on the radio waves, who who you know, are the powers that be that pump out the, the venom and, and the music these days and listen to what Deborah Allison just wrote. I mean, you couldn't have a wider contrast. So uh, I want to say, uh, Deborah Allison, thank you so much for, uh, you know, I know we talked, we're going to have you on the show in the future. You, uh, We'll work that out. But you did, I did get permission from you to play this uh, preview of your poetry today. And I did it. I hope those who heard it can appreciate it. I hope that those who heard it can uh, let you know personally that they appreciate it and what what, what great work that you do. That's just a sample. Uh, like I say again, her name was Deborah Allison, D-E-B-R-A, uh, last name Allison, A-L-L-I-S-O-N. Uh, if you're a Facebook friend of mine, you can uh, get on to me and scroll down my friends and befriend her. And uh She's got a lot more to come. She is Deborah Allison, the South Shore High Alumni Laureate from this moment on. Uh, and I am proud to uh, have given her that title right here on We Are Everyday People Radio Network, uh, South Shore Taj for Life. That's the way it is. So I just wanted to uh, take a moment out to uh, just appreciate this writing and that was just beautiful work it was beautiful work and i really hope that you all would take heed and don't just uh you know hear what i'm saying and uh you know just let time pass you know if you're on and you can hear the show or if you're on the archive and hear a recording of the show well get on right now and uh befriend deborah allison and let her know that you heard her writing and how much you appreciate what she's putting out there. This is what we need. This is what our youth need to hear. That you you can make some beautiful rhymes and rhythm, and you can even make it and put it to music. 
and get over even better. But see, the the the, uh, the supremacist system is paying you all the money to do what you're doing, and that's what's happening. You know, we go for the money, regardless to the effect it has on the people who you should be protecting or speaking on behalf of. But anyway, Deborah Allison, thank you so much, and I really look forward to having you on the show, and we can uh, talk about how this all came about, uh, how these uh, poems come to you, uh, what we have in the future with you, and also about maybe seeing if we can get another show with yourself and maybe some of the uh, South Shore alumni or, or, or high school alumni from back in the days and showcase their talent. And uh, th- that, that's the bucket list of mine, uh, what Mrs. Shapiro did to have uh, Shireen Snow and Deborah Allison on a show. I'd like to uh, have something like that now. And uh, uh, Brother Lamont Dixon, uh, who was on an interview with me. Lamont Dixon is a great singer, great music. Man, Lamont Dixon, befriend that brother, too, and, 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 and check out his music. And he is an old-school-sounding brother. And uh, we have to network amongst ourselves and and spread this love that we all have that we're just sitting on. we got to agitate it. We got to agitate this love. Shake your ass. Shake your shoulders. We got to agitate this love and so it can spread out because we, we all know this, but we're holding it to ourselves. And that's one reason why I'm trying to uh, keep this vibe alive with uh, South Shore Towers for Life as a foundation of the show. That, don't, that doesn't mean that everything we're going to do is going to be South Shore Towers, but it does mean that everything we'll do will have a South Shore Towers foundation and South Shore Towers in my heart. We will spread the love. But when you break it all down, South Shore Towers is my heart. There we go. Okay, so I'm going to also play another uh, interview. Also, I see we have a couple of callers on hold. Callers, if if you just want to hang on and listen, and uh, that that's great. I believe me, it's beautiful. I love it. By chance, if you do want to uh, be heard. Uh, just make sure you press number one on your phone so I'll know that. So, you know, I, I don't want to be ignoring you if you have something to say. But if you don't press one, I won't see it. So I'll keep on going. So uh, if you you know want to keep on listening, I appreciate you. Thank you very much for uh, for dialing in. Uh, we have a couple of more shows. Well, actually, a few more shows. I have I actually have a few guests lined up. I, I may have to do this show more than once a week. This This is how it's going. This is how it's going. I may have to do it more than once a week because I have uh, guests lined up uh, that really are enthusiastic uh, to, to coming on. And I'm the more enthusiastic they are, enthusiastic they are, the more humbling I am. But we're going to take a call right now uh, before I go into uh, future shows that I have lined up. And we have a caller in from 4555 last four digits caller are you with me hello yes, yes, yes what's happening how are you how are you this evening I, just, I heard the sharp sisters and I heard the uh, Miss Deborah Allison you know we got uh, you know a yearbook on uh, I'm from the year of 75 excuse me, my name is Willie Taylor 
you know, we got well, Dwayne. What's going on? What's going on, brother? What's happening? What's happening, man? I know who you are. What's up, Willard? Yeah, what's the topic of the day? The topic is whatever you want it to be. But what we were talking about, uh, there's an event coming up this weekend. The major topic we were talking about, there's an event coming up this weekend. It's called Striking Out Cancer. It's a, uh, it's a third annual uh, breast cancer awareness. It's a candlelight bowl uh, fundraiser at the uh, Dalton Bowl in uh, Dalton, right there west of uh, Sibley Boulevard off the Calumet Expressway. And uh, that's primarily what we, we were promoting uh, this coming Saturday from 8.30 to 2 a.m. If you can come out there, okay. man, I'm going to tell you. It'll be worth your yeah, while. You know, Very much so. This, this, from understanding, this is uh, Breast Cancer Week. I mean, month, right? Yes. You know, I have a pledge, not a pledge. I have a pin I'm, I'm wearing, you know, with the pink ribbon, and you know, I, I put it on the day. One of the managers gave, gave it to me today. Put it on my lapel, on my shirt. So uh, yes, I'm well aware of the uh, breast cancer. They just had a walk last week, right? Yes, or they have them all over the place. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Right. So, um, um, I, I think I got something this, this weekend, but you know, I try to make it. But uh, like I was saying, uh, if everybody, like I said, in our class, or in the world, I know our class from A to Z, Dwayne Adams to Stanley, you know, since this is breast cancer awareness, we should concentrate. In, on uh, getting our body together. You know, uh, the lady did mention, I think it was uh, Sharp, Melanie Sharp said that she kicked it twice or three times. Yes, I guess she kicked it four or five times if you, she know what to do. Um, my thing is, is, is hydration. You know, everything happens in an acidic body. When you're in uh, that state, in a, a, a illness state, or we, we're talking about cancer, right? You know, uh, your uh-huh. body, your 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 electric. You know, we our body's electric. Uh, not well, I shouldn't say electric. We have negatively charged. And you know, y- y'all take a nine now. I don't have no no science, biology, or chemistry background. Y'all know me. If y'all know me going to South Show, y'all know I don't have that background. Out of four hundred. Mm-hmm. Out of 577 students, I was 462. Now, that lets you know I don't have no chemistry, chemistry uh, nor mathematics, nor biology or science background. But as you know, as you get older, you learn. Yes. And uh, I'm, I'm the same age as you all. Uh, we're, we're all born, you know, we're baby boomers. A lot of times we're all in our 50s, we're coaching 60s. And... Um, you know, we, we must take care of ourselves, not only ourselves, the people who are dependent upon us and our loved ones and people who are like our parents, aunts and uncles, grandparents. And we can still do this. We can do this. Hydrate your body. Drink good, healthy, quality water. Now, I have a machine. If you want to bring it to the bowling alley, I'll give everybody some of the water. This is a, a medical device. The mm-hmm. gentleman who um, who invented the stent or who backs, uh, who had worked on kings and queens, who invented the colonoscope, uh, okay. he had patients who had uh, illnesses like cancer, and, and they didn't go back to it. All you do is change your diet and, and, and get on a good, healthy, quality, clean water. It's, it's very simple. Your body heals itself. 
like again, y'all know again, y'all know I don't have no initials behind my name. But I go to mm-hmm. a lot of seminars, conferences, and I listen to a lot of educated people, and I learn most of my information from other people. Okay, I'm gonna put it on that. No, I, I can I can relate I can relate to uh, the fact of not having any initials behind your name. I know exactly what you mean because I don't. But I tell you, sometimes uh, common sense uh, gives you more a, a better angle than those with initials behind their name because they get so locked into that initial that they lose common sense. But what what do you have? I mean, do, do you have a particular product that uh, that can uh, that you want to put out there that people can uh, Check out and experience what it is you're saying. Well, yeah. Uh, what's her name? The lady who read the poem, Deborah Allison. She's had a yes. sample of it before. Uh, also, mm-hmm. there's another student of ours who uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I can't. I don't want to mention her name, but the one has okay. helped her. Uh, okay. I shouldn't have been Deborah's name, but um, like um, uh, it's it's a medical device. You know, they don't want this device approved with the FDA in this country because we, you must take in mind that the hospitals in America are for profit. The hospitals in in the East are not for profit. You get a headache here, you yeah. got a pill. You get a headache over in the East, they want to find out why you got a headache. So that's where I'm coming from. It's a, a medical device manufactured, sold, distributed as a medical device. Um, it's, um, it's backed by over... Uh, 6,600 doctors, we'll say 6,000 doctors is in some of the major hospitals in Japan. Like, again, I said, um, it's um, a medical device. Not over there, well, not here. Yeah. I tell you, I mean, I, I, it's, it sounds interesting, but uh, what, what I want to do, the first thing I want to do is do some homework on, on the product. Uh, number two, uh, it sounds like, uh, coming out on Saturday would be a perfect opportunity for you to uh, showcase or promote or or seek interest in the device you're speaking of. Well, understand, Keith, like, you know, that's a bowling alley. I don't have permission to come in the bowling alley. I don't know uh, who's in charge of the bowling You're talking about the bowling alley, right? I don't mind doing it, right? Well, then, 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 where, then, where could they find you? Then, see, if, if well, it's not, if it's not a matter of where you can go and 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 go amongst them, then where can you be where they can come amongst you? I'm here in Chicago. My address three zero nine eight seven six three. I'm one block uh, south of Limbs Barbecue. Do you? Let me ask you this: Do you have? See, the, the thing is, we, we, what you're going to need is a way to put it out there to where people can, can read something uh, as far as whether you have a Facebook yeah, page. Yes, I can give my uh, landing page, Keith. If you go to www, it's very simple, www.hscwater.net forward slash Willard. Y'all know my name, W-I-L-L-A-R-D-T, and then hit enter. Then when you hit enter, it's going to say welcome from Willard Taylor, and you'll have a doctor in Pennsylvania for about a minute and 23 seconds. They'll talk to you, and then it's going to ask you a few questions, your name, your email, your phone number. That's it. Just register, and it's going to give you a passcode or access code to get in. And there are nine different steps. Really, there's nine different videos, and it'll mm-hmm. tell you about this water. It will blow your mind. 
Well, well let me, let me, just, yep. just to be clear, just just to be clear, let me get the website together. You said hscwater.net forward slash. You said Willard. You said W I L L A R D. And what's after that D? T is in Tom. T. Okay, I thought I heard another another uh, alphabet. Okay, so Willard T. Okay, and that'll get you. That'll get that'll that'll get us through to the website. That we can check it out from that point on. Right. If someone at the if someone is at their computer right now, they can do it right now. In case they have questions, they can ask me right now. Okay. They can ask me well, right that, now. Well, that that'll that'll, they that'll can do it right now on, on their phone or whatever. Now what we'll do what we'll do is uh actually well Willa Taylor is uh well we graduated together from South Shore seventy five. Uh, he is on my friends list, Willard Taylor, W-I-L-L-A-R-D, Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R. Uh, if, you don't, if, you can't, if you can't hit him directly, you can go, uh, if you're friends with me, you can hit my Facebook, scroll down my friends, and, and, and friend up with Brother Willard. And, uh, you know, if you have questions about the product, uh, you can also go to the website, uh, hscwater.net forward slash Willard T, W-I-L-L-A-R-D-T. And uh, just do your homework and take it from there. And uh, any questions, you can, me, you can hook up to Brother Willard. Can I, can I say this? Like, if they go and they go in, this is really alkaline water. Now, what's going to happen when they go on the Internet? Remember this. Uh, uh, the Internet is like a cesspool of uh, misinformation. Now, if you really want to find out a lot about this water medically, go to PubMed. PubMed, that's publicmedicine.gov, that means government. I know y'all who've got this chemistry and nursing and all that uh, uh, science. PubMed.gov, you get all the information. I've got over thousands and thousands of articles and stuff. Okay. But if you go online and you get the drop-down box, whatever you go in there and stuff flash up, they may say it's a scam, it's snake oil, it's all that. You're gonna get it because there's no police on the internet. So you go you gonna you're gonna read all this kind of old stuff. Well what we're gonna do what we're gonna do no, you what we, what we're gonna do you can put it out there and then I'll close it out. Go ahead, put your number out there. Seven seven three. Okay. Two five one four five five five. So if anybody has any questions, they can call, they can talk to you directly. Uh, those, uh, if you want to, you know, whatever, whatever you, uh, decide to search on the internet and whatever, whatever you find and whatever it is you find, then you have the direct number two brother, uh, Willard Taylor and, uh, do your homework and see what it comes up with. But, uh, I will check it out and see, see how it, uh, mellows out and, uh, you know, we'll keep in touch brother. All right. Thanks a lot, brother. Well, I appreciate it. Okay, so we're going to uh, where are we at now? We at at the two hour mark. You know, I'm really glad that I upgraded my uh, <laughs> my station here from two hours to three hours because I haven't gone less than three hours on a on a Thursday uh, in a long time. So that's a good thing I did. But uh, if you want to check out Brother uh, uh, Willard Taylor and uh, the alkaline water, and I, I I don't know, I can't say yay or nay. I, uh, I just know that uh, I've heard what he just mentioned. And if you have any questions, you can call him directly. Uh, you can go on the website uh, and pull it up. But uh, I, I can't speak on behalf or against it right now because, uh, because, because, because. I, I just, it just wouldn't be intelligent for me to do so. But I can say that uh, Will is a good brother. We graduated from high school together. 
Uh, he means well. Uh, I don't. He's not a slickster. Uh, so I would say absolutely give the brother a fair deal. And uh, if there's any uh, doubt, give him the benefit of whatever doubt that you might have. Uh, that much I can say. So, uh, you know, check it out. I will check it out. And uh, we'll, we'll take it from there. So I was talking about uh, some shows that we may have uh, coming up and some guests that I have lined up that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, Deborah Allison, who I have, uh, we have, as far as I'm concerned, uh, officially uh, announced as our South Shore alumni, Poet Laureate, is going to be coming on. Uh, I've been talking to Charles Wagner from our class in 75, and we have agreed to have a show on, we have come up with a date, November 10th to talk about uh, marriage and divorce. We're going to talk about it all. Uh, Both Charles and I have had, uh, let's just say, more than one experience. And uh, we have learned some things and realized some things. And I, I, I think it's just going to be a great show to hear especially from a man's perspective that he can admit to and realize some things that you can see now, but couldn't see then. And perhaps maybe it'll get to someone who is at that stage of uh, youth and right now and can maybe take heed and not make the same mistakes that we made and maybe not have reacted the same way to certain things that uh, uh, back then and we wouldn't have reacted to now as we've gotten more mature. And that goes the same for the females. This is not just a male show. We want to talk to people, and we want we want what we want really want to do is to get people to uh, to take a look at marriage and and, and take a look at uh, why the divorce rate is over fifty percent. Uh, well, some reasons are obvious, but you know one one reason I used to say back in the, when I was younger, I'd say you know why do they make it so inex to get married and so expensive to get divorced? Why don't they reverse that shit? Why don't they make it cost you a few thousand dollars to get married and make you go through counseling, make 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 you have a mandatory counseling, just like you get a driver's license. You know, you, you can't just go out in the street and, and, and without a driver's license, without having any training, without having any uh, any training, period. You got you have to have training before they let you out there on the road trying to drive a car. Well, don't you think you should have the same amount of training and license to get out there and try to do a damn marriage. It just makes sense to me. Does it make sense to you? I'll be on the air for a few more minutes. If you want to call and let me know how much, if it makes any sense to you, uh, 718-664-9513. And we can talk about it for a few, uh, but it'll be uh, what we talk about my uh, self and brother Charles Wagner on the November 10th. We have a show planned, and we want to gear up uh, brothers and sisters who have experienced this. We also want to bring in uh, brothers and sisters uh, who have had successful marriages and uh, who have uh, found a way to make it work. And the first people that come to mind uh, from a South Shore High alumni perspective is uh, Brother Bernard Washington, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Bernard Washington of our class of 75. Uh, I haven't been able to get a, uh, I don't see him on Facebook, 
Uh, but if anybody has a contact with him, please advise, and I'll be sending out messages on Facebook to see if anybody can contact him to see if I can get him and his wife to come on the show with us and uh, talk about the success and how they have been able to sustain a marriage for over 40 years uh, and are less than 60 years old. High school sweethearts married 40 years. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, one more I'll get in before we go. Well, two more I'll, I'll say. Uh, Brother Ron David uh, has agreed to come on. He, Ron David is a retired Chicago police officer. We're going to talk about uh, his angle and perspective as far as uh, what's happening today, and we all know what that is. I don't have to go into it, but he's going to give us an honest perspective from a retired Chicago cop and black man. But we're going to also talk about, Brother Ron and myself, we're going to talk about caretaking. And that is an even deeper issue because Ron is in the process of caretaking for his mom. And uh, it, without getting into too deep uh, specifics, uh, he will get into that when we talk. But uh, it takes a toll on the whole family. It takes a toll on even him. He has to break away some time and just to kind of just to get his thoughts together and get his mind uh, equal with itself. And uh, we, we had a conversation. It was a really heartfelt conversation. And and uh, the show I want to do with Ron David is special because I want to do that show with him live. I don't want to do it on the phone. I want to do it with us being right there. Hopefully we can do it in his home. Uh, it's a possibility we might be able to do it this coming weekend. I'm going to let him know that I'll be in town. And uh, we'll see what we can work out. But whether Ron David, that's going to be a show to be uh, checked out because if you are a kid, well, wow, excuse me. If you are a caretaker or know someone who's a caretaker or was a caretaker or maybe thinking about the days where you just might end up having to be a caretaker, this is the show you want to listen to. Uh, it's very heartfelt and touching, uh, both as uh, Ron David being a retired Chicago police officer and the fact that Ron David is now, after retiring from the Chicago Police Department, is a caretaker for his mom. And he, he, he loves his mom. It's obvious. It, it, it's clear. Uh, but it still takes a toll. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to see if we can help each other out in dealing with situations like that. Uh, one more uh, guest I'm looking forward to having on is uh, Phyllis Kelly. Uh, Phyllis Kelly, South Shore High alumni. She is the head of the East Coast Division of uh, Come and Get It Records. And I'm looking forward to having uh, Phyllis on just to talk about maybe some of the behind the scenes of the, the record companies as much as she could possibly tell us. So Phyllis, uh, we'll be talking. One more, and I'm going to close the show out. Uh, Brother Robert Rockamore uh, is a legend in the South Shore area. Uh, he is a legend in the same way that uh, Mr. Rucker was in New York, Harlem, with the Rucker Basketball Park, where many of the greatest NBA players uh, in history came through. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Julia Serving, Connie Hawkins. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. So, some guys who w were the greatest who never made it uh, to the NBA. Uh, Pee Wee Kirkland, who was actually drafted by the Bulls in the uh, early 70s, I believe. Uh, Lloyd Manigault, called him the GOAT. Uh, it's funny, I had all these names in my head before I started talking about it. But anyway, my point is not them. My point is the brother who I'm who, I'm, who I want to get on the show, uh, Brother Robert Rockamore. We called him Rock. 
He was the basketball coach at the uh, South Shore YMCA on 71st Street. Uh, As far back as I can recall, 1968 or 9. I know I was was in seventh grade when I started hearing about Rock and the influences that he had on the brothers in the neighborhood. And I heard about him in Bryn Mawr. But as I come recently recently to find out that the same brothers uh, from O'Keefe, Parkside, Horace Mann, were saying the same thing about Rockamore. I remember when we were in high school at South Shore, he was actually for a while uh, one of the security guards there in South Shore. Uh, I happened to uh, come across him again at uh, Kevin Dildy uh, Memorial Service right there at uh, Johnny Coleman's church there on uh, South Ashland there uh, when Kevin Dildy unfortunately passed away about, what was it, about three years ago, three, four maybe. And I went to that memorial and just happened to sit right next to him and didn't even realize it was him until I happened to look over at him and say to myself, damn, that's damn rock. Wow. Then I come up, I saw Mr. Brown, the basketball coach there and uh, at South Shore. And uh, it was one of those feelings, again, where you feel like you're in a room with celebrities. And But what broke the ice is when I saw Brother Rock at the South Shore picnic. Well, I saw him at the reunion at the checkerboard the day before the picnic. But I saw him at the picnic, and it really got my mind to swirl and to say, you know what? This brother here deserves the same recognition, as far as I'm concerned, as Mr. Rucker. Maybe not as many people of brothers who uh, came his route went to the NBA, but that's not the point. He straightened out a lot of lives. And I want to get him on the show, uh, hopefully, maybe next Thursday. I still got some work to do. And I want to get the brothers who's lives he put back on track to call in and show this brother some love. And I don't know how much, I don't have no influence yet. Hopefully I will. But if I did, the least I'd like to see done is that gym at the South Shore YMCA on 71st Street. Those who know the area know what I'm talking about. Be renamed the Robert Rockermore gym. If we can't get a park named after the brother, at least, give him the name of the gym where he got so many young brothers back on track. Let, let them put that spot in his name while he can smell the roses. And that's my goal. Okay. So on that note, uh, I want to thank everybody for joining in. I want to thank uh, Janita Sharp, Janine, Katie Sharp, Melanie Sharp for joining in for allowing me uh, to, to talk with him and to take time for the, the interview. I thought it was great. I want to thank Brother Willard Taylor for calling in. Uh, we will do the homework and see where that takes us, uh, Brother Willard. Uh, and everyone, if you get a chance, please make time to come to the Dalton Bowling Alley this coming Saturday, the 24th. 8.30 to 2 a.m., the third annual Breast Cancer Awareness Candlelight Bowl fundraiser. You will have a blast. 25 bucks. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. Come out. I will be there. There will be some raffling off. Uh, uh, Melanie and I are working out a way. I ha- I'm going to donate 10 T-shirts from the uh, We Are Everyday People Global Internet Radio Network that we are about to be releasing. You will actually be getting them before they actually released. But uh, in my conversation with Melanie today, 
uh, that's the least I can do was to offer a little something uh, to put something into the uh, breast cancer awareness. So on that note, everybody, I want to say that in the name of whomever or whatever, your spiritual power, peace and good night.
You have been listening to We Are Everyday People Global Internet Radio Network. Peace.